CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. It is Wednesday, June 29th. Live from my apartment and somewhere in Los Angeles, this is the Ben Jarofsky Show. I am DJ Nate, filling in for the one and only Dr. D. Today on the show, we have legendary journalist Monroe Anderson and attorney Adolfo Mondragon. And now, your host, Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky. Hello, everybody. Ben Jarofsky here. We're calling this The Verdict is in Wednesday, and here's why. Because you, the jurors, have spoken, ladies and gentlemen. That's why. The verdict was yesterday's election. The results are in. I watched from afar from from my palatial Airbnb in California where I'm visiting family. The only Chicago podcast that's live from California. (laughs) I spent my time in Chicago, okay? Don't give me grief, people. I've lived in Chicago. 40-plus years, if it's sanity in Chicago. Anyway, uh, DJ Nate is sitting in for Dennis, Dr. D. I had to go home to Alton. and uh, But he'll be back for Friday just to let everybody know. We're going to do, oh, what a week, and oh, what a week it was. And that has to do with the verdict coming in. MAGA has taken control of the Republican Party uh, in the state of Illinois. MAGA has taken control of the party in the state of Illinois. Don't kid yourself, ladies and gentlemen. This is not that moderate Jim Thompson, Jim Edgar, George Ryan, Republican Party you grew up with or your fa- parents told you about. This is hardcore MAGA. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Don't kid yourself, Dems. Don't do that little illusionary thing that you do, that Joe Manchin thing you do. We all work together. No. This is hardcore MAGA. They think the election was stolen. Well, they probably know it wasn't. They know Trump was lying. They support the January 6th insurrectionists, or they don't have the guts to stand up to them. They thought, Matt, it was all the, the too, too much government intrusion into our personal rights when it came to wearing a mask, but when it comes to a woman's right to choose, shut up. Have that baby. Whether you want one or not, whether you were raped, whether it was incest, this is MAGA, folks. Don't kid yourself. Tired of Democrats kidding themselves. Oh, Ben, it's not that bad. Oh, Ben. Come on, Dems, wake up. Darren Bailey is no joke. We have fun with him on this show, but he's hardcore MAGA. He could be the governor. And, oh, my goodness, Thomas DeVore, the attorney general? That was the dude that was filing lawsuits from one end of the state to the other against uh, mask mandates? If it came down to abortion is legal in the state of Illinois right now. But it was up to these guys, it would be illegal. And I got news for you. A woman who comes to the state of Illinois to get an abortion... If Darren Bailey and Thomas DeVore are running the show, they will be demanding that that abortion clinic or women's clinic or health clinic turn over its records to whatever crazy MAGA state is investigating the woman who got her abortion. They are not going to be on the side of the patient or the doctor. So you just got to wake up, people. Stop being sleepy. Meanwhile, we got a coup in Washington. Evidence of a coup. MAGA doesn't want to know. They'd rather investigate when a woman's period began. Did it end prematurely? We, ha- we need more information. That's what they would rather spend their time investigating. But Donnie Trump leading an insurrection, a coup, to make sure that he gets to be emperor for life? Oh, they don't want to know about that. So wake up, people. The verdict is in. MAGA has taken control of the Republican Party in the state of Illinois. Wake up. And I'm going to be talking a lot about this in the coming days, weeks, and months. State Supreme Court race. Oh, my God. Educating Illinoisans about the state Supreme. I'm going to do it, folks. If I could teach Chicagoans about TIFFs, I could teach you about the state Supreme Court. Big showdown in the second Supreme Court district. A MAGA person, Mark Curran versus Elizabeth Rockford. Pro-choice. Supreme Court, state of Illinois, they rule on all these issues. 
So it's time to wake up because the verdict is in. The other side's awake. The other side is definitely awake. It's funny. MAGA talks about how they're against woke. They're awake, and they're paying attention. They're trying to turn the country back to Donald Trump. And it's up to you, voters, to keep them from making that happen. All right, without further ado, I'm going to bring on the man, the myth, the legend, the pride, and joy of Gary, Indiana. Every Wednesday he comes on this show. He is our uh, chief correspondent covering the January 6th insurrection. And he's doing it from the comfort of his living room. Monroe Anderson. Monroe, uh, I know you did not vote for any of these MAGA candidates who've taken over the Republican Party. Am I correct in that assumption? Like um, 84% of the other Chicagoans, I didn't vote at all. I didn't make it to the poll. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my. I'm just, I I don't know what to, we we have to edit that out. I mean, God dang. Well, I mean, realistic. Realistically, yesterday uh, was not as important. Right. No, I I didn't feel necessary. Uh, Now, the other thing is, I can tell that you're in Chicago, you're in California, not in Chicago. How's that? The sky is not falling here. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like it was yesterday and like it's going to be tomorrow. It's hanging up there. (laughs) I see it falling. I see that sky falling, and I see dumb Democrats walking through life cluelessly. <laughs> but uh, I like your confidence. Everybody, you know what? There's, a, there, there's certain. I, I've had so many guests and had so many conversations, and some people share my anxieties, and other people are like, I think. By the way, I think there may be a correlation to the amount of marijuana they have consumed in their life. Not saying Monroe has smoked a lot of reefer in his day, but just kind of saying (laughs) Yeah, but the accumulative effects of the 70s and the 80s, I think it's still with you. Very cool and mellow. Well, MAGA MAGA has taken over the the Republican Party in, in Illinois. That's a good thing. It has them all set up for a serious butt kicking in, in November. So I don't know why you're all hyper and and um, knee knocking and, and eyes rolling and and, and in, in 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 need of a little um, smelling salts. It's not salts. It's not necessary. All right. I just remember Monroe Anderson in 2016. No way Donald Trump's going to win. No way. It's in the bag. What are you worried about? I just remember that in about October of 2016. Remember that, Monroe? Or did you forget that? Uh, oh, no. I didn't forget it. <laughs> yeah, so. Putin pulled it off. <laughs> <laughs> Putin. I, didn't, I didn't know about the Putin factor. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. God. But he's 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 preoccupied this time. And let's he doesn't he, care about Illinois anymore. Yeah. And let's hope he doesn't care about the uh the state Supreme Court in Illinois because well those are showdown uh seats. Uh you can make a compelling argument that JB, those are showdown seats. It's gonna be yeah, really that could be, it could be possible. Yeah. I've, I've I've gotta pay a little more attention to that one. Oh my goodness. Well we'll be having a lot of shows on that and uh yeah, you have to watch uh, particularly the second Supreme Court district, Mark Curran is the Republican nominee. He is. All right, we'll save that for another show. Uh, and uh, all right, Monroe, let's uh, the go. Democrats. Okay, let's let's start with Bailey. The TV, Democrats Bailey. wanted Bailey. They were helping him yeah. win. They yeah. Were, yeah, yeah, and and and, and um, showed as poorly as he did because they were hitting him coming and going. I mean, Prisker was hitting him and, and Bailey was hitting him and Sullivan was hitting him. So he he, he was the um, ping pong ball. No, uh, Richard Irvin, that may go down in history. As long as we're talking about this, Monroe, let's finish this. That may go down in history as the worst run statewide campaign I've ever seen out of Illinois. I mean, this man had $50 million donated, dropped into his lap uh, from Kenny G, uh, Ken, Kenneth Griffin, the richest man in the state of Illinois. Uh, and his mission was to totally uh, create a new persona of a law and order guy 
from a sort of Rahm Emanuel Democrat, which is what he was. And it was, I mean, his estimation of the intelligence of voters in Illinois was so low to think he could pull it off, uh, especially with MAGA calling the shots. And it didn't work. He ended up finishing third, and his benefactor, in the like within two weeks before the race was over, announced that would be Kenny G. Announced he's moving to Florida. Man, Miami, to Miami. Miami. Yeah, he's taking his talents to South Beach. Good, go. And Monroe, man, I've never seen anything. The guy just in the middle of the game. It'd be like if the coach, <clears throat> Coach Ditka, the Bears, just walked off the field. Oh, that's it. I've had enough. I can't because <laughs> he saw they were going to lose. Man, at least stick around. With your guy? Nope. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in a foxhole with Kenny G. You know what I'm saying, Monroe? Well, I think I'll go to the other side now. Exactly. He realized he wasted his $50 million on, 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 on the wrong candidate. Yeah, he thought that guy would win. And, uh, so, and you know what? I'm just going to say this. This will be Donald Trump is doing all this trash talk. Once again, I, I delivered the goods. Donnie Trump, you were so chicken. You were afraid to stick your neck out and go up against Richard Irvin when Kenny G was putting kicking in that money and the polls show Richard Irvin at first. Donnie stayed back. He didn't want to get uh, the rich guy mad. Then when the polls flipped and it showed that Bailey was winning, guess who comes riding in? Hey, I'll endorse you. Trump thinks he's slick, and MAGA falls for it, but, you know, the rest of the world uh, doesn't fall for it. All right, Monroe, let's get down to business. Uh, Cassidy do, Hutchinson. Do, 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 do you remember the Tea Party? Yeah, which one? I'm not that old from uh, 1770, yeah, yeah. whatever. But no, yeah. not, well, no, not that one. Although, okay, uh, the one that, that erupted when uh, Barack Obama yeah. was sworn in. Yes. and Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a, uh, MAGA's on its way to Tea Party status. Uh, what what does that mean? What do you mean by that? They're not gonna, they they are on their way out. They're 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 going to be fading fast. Wow. This, this whole this whole the the January sixth insurrection is going to taint them, um, divide them, um, confuse them. They're 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 not going to be the power that they once were. Wow. I hope you are right. I am. I find him a very scary and frightening uh, specter. Uh, I've read the Republican platform in Texas. I see what they stand for. Uh, I see no difference between uh, what they stand for and what the Republicans here, the MAGA, MAGA here in Illinois stand for. So I take it very serious as a threat. Uh, and yeah. uh, All of their leadership is going to jail. Almost not every person, but that's how 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 many of Nixon's people went to jail during Watergate? Uh, at least a dozen, probably more. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah no, it was it was. I think it was in the twenties. By the way, let's not forget Reagan. I mean, this is a whole side conversation that two old timers like you and I could have, but Republican presidents and the corruption therein. Is staggering. Nixon, Reagan, the Reagan administration, they had a lot of of uh, scandals in, in that eight years. You know, and, and it's so strange because Monroe, and this is where racism comes in. Like, people don't even notice. But think about this. Like, if you talk to people throughout the state of Illinois, they view Chicago with contempt because they think it's corruption and they want honest government. And then they'll go out and support some of the most corrupt and venal Republican politicians, Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, Donald Trump at the top of the list. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, what is it about corruption in Chicago? What is it about Chicago that upsets you so much when it comes to corruption? But when you see it with Republicans, it doesn't upset you so much. And Monroe, I am convinced, and, and vehemently argue with me if you want to, it is race. It's like they just see black people, and it triggers stuff in their head. 
Do you follow what I'm saying? I, I don't know else what to tell you, Monroe. They're so upset about quote unquote corruption yeah, in Chicago, but they don't care about they, it in Trump. Go. They that's a part of it. That's a part of it. You remember Silver Shovel? How can I forget Silver Shovel? Yes, I remember yeah, very yeah. well. I, I before at that time I had my TV show Common Ground. And I had Jesse on when when, when that was breaking. Jesse Lewis Jesse Jackson. Time. Yeah, yeah. I had him on, and he was complaining to me about how they were targeting these these black aldermen, which was true, but my attitude was, uh, the solution to that is easy. Just don't take the money. Don't do the crime, and you won't do the time. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I thought... I don't know, man. That's a desperate argument. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Is that because Silver Shovel and Silver Shovel, they were essentially bribing uh, politicians to allow dumping, illegal dumping, to go in their wards. And on the west side, it was absolutely outrageous. And so, like, I'm I'm speechless here. You're supposed to, when you get elected, your number one primary your primary goal or objective is to look out for the best interest of your constituents. So when you take money to allow an illegal dump to operate in a ward, mounds of garbage pile high, that is not <laughs> looking out for the best interest of your constituents, Monroe. No, they, they were looking out for number one. And what's really bad about it is, is Warner Saunders, the, the, the late um, WMAQ uh, TV anchor, told me, said, these guys are... Um, Getting motel money for this corruption, yeah. just just enough money to take their girlfriends to the motel, pay pay for that. Man, uh, Warner Saunders, I never, I didn't get to know him. He's a legend in Chicago. We're, we're going far afield, but uh, a, a black Republican, Monroe. Uh, you were the one who told me that, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you, um, this is a piece of trivia. If you read the uh, the making of the president, nineteen sixty eight, I think it's called, or uh, and it's about Nixon uh, getting elected president. And there's a scene that opens with Nixon doing an interview with a very young Warner Saunders, uh, and so he was sort of acting as a a Nixon uh, spokesperson. All right, let's move on. Cassidy Hutchinson yesterday uh, before the. Uh, uh, January 6th uh, committee, it, it occurred uh, while I was doing the show, but I watched all the re uh, recordings of it, Monroe, and uh, wow. I mean, they, she just laid it out. 26-year-old uh, former aide to uh, Mark Meadows, uh, the chief of staff to Donald Trump. She was in the belly of the beast. She was in the White House. She was in the rooms with, this, with these gentlemen. She watched uh, firsthand. She saw it live unfolding a lot of it so some of what she said was hearsay but a lot of it wasn't and um man it was an attempted coup monroe it was an attempted coup and it was a failed coup. yes <laughs> yeah it was a failed coup. yeah all right so uh, much like mussolini did how mussolini came came to power i mean trump's plan was to march into the Capitol with his armed forces and announce that he was he 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 was the president, not Biden, and that Pence should um, count his fake um, uh, elect electoral representatives and that. He would he would remain in office. Yeah, that was the plan. But Pence couldn't do it. Not couldn't wouldn't wouldn't do, do it. it. Wouldn't yeah. Uh, and he uh, by the way he was. This is one saving grace yeah. out of four years. <laughs> one, but it was an important yeah. one. It was an important one. I, I have absolutely. I mean. Having listened to uh, Cassie Hutchinson's uh, testimony, Monroe, uh, there's so many what ifs that popped into my head. All right, so we could explore them one bit by bit. But the one, the obvious one, what if Pence had gone along with it? 
you know, what if Pence had just said, I am not recognizing the electors from Pennsylvania, let's say, and uh, or Wisconsin, and I'm representing this alternative set of electors who are uh, bound to Trump, who are voting for Trump, uh, even though Biden won both states. And uh, as a result, the Electoral College shifted from uh, Biden to Trump. You throw in Arizona as well. Uh, I mean... I don't know what what would have happened then. We would have had a constitutional crisis for sure, and um, possibly the next civil war. It would have been bad because um, I don't think I, th I think the Democrats learned a lesson from two thousand. When Gore gave it up too too easily, he should have fought that more and longer, but he didn't. And what that did was pave the way, I, th I think, for Trump and um, 2020. Absolutely. I see so many parallels, Monroe, to uh, the way Republicans respond to close elections in uh, the way Democrats do. Uh, and Republicans feel as though uh, they're entitled to act out. So, and it's so bizarre, they claim that the party of law and order. So if you recall in 2000, Republicans uh, in Florida uh, sent their little operatives to uh, ballot counting sites to intimidate people. Uh, and they were on the verge of rioting in these sites. Uh, union activists, uh, the aforementioned Jesse Lewis Jackson, wanted to go to Florida and have counter demonstrations, and the Democrats said, no, 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 don't. We don't want to look bad. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I mean, look what happened in the aftermath of Biden's victory, where Trump sent his uh, those uh, MAGA thugs all over the country to intim intimidate uh, vote-counting well, you know, Trump Trump is in a category all by himself as, as a po American politician, as a president. As a, I mean, he's he's he really is a New York mob boss, and that's how he has operated and is operating. We're gonna have to put him behind bars. That's my feeling, and I, whether that happen or not, eh, it's fifty fifty right now as I see it. Well, what do you... Everybody else, all those people, Meadows is going to jail. Giuliani oh is God, going Giuliani. to jail. <laughs> I don't know if you saw... I mean, all, these, all these people are going to jail. We cannot... The Democrats, the, the Democrats cannot allow these people to get off with a, a, hands, a slap on the wrist. They've got to be made an example. And, and, and Trump should be among them, but we'll right. see. Uh, and then the other what if. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely, by the way, I agree with your analysis. It would have been a, a constitutional crisis. Somehow or other, it would have gone to the Supreme Court. Uh, and that was the Supreme Court. It's the same Supreme Court makeup as we have now. So the numbers favor Trump, just bare bones, you know. <clears throat> now, I will say that. The Supremes made no move to entertain any of the nonsense that Trump was throwing their way. Uh, so they may have decided to cut the cord with the man who put them on the bench, uh, which is, you know, it's interesting, uh, Monroe. Monroe doesn't, uh, Monroe, Trump doesn't bash them. Follow me on this. Everybody else who like held back from endorsing uh, Trump's attempted coup gets lambasted by. MAGA and Trump <clears throat> as being a rhino. The Supreme Court had an opportunity to hear a challenge uh, to the election. I believe it came out of Texas and the Attorney General of Texas, and they chose not to hear it. But Trump doesn't denounce the Supreme Court Republican appointees as rhinos. I guess he kind of wants to keep them in his back pocket. You know, it's sort of like he doesn't. It's, yeah, no, it's a, it does, that could be his last resort. <laughs> so, 
because he has so yeah. many. Court. He's going to be whether he lives for two more more years or twenty more years. They're going to be spent in yeah. court in various lawsuits and what have you. The civil suits alone will keep him busy for the rest yeah. of his life. And then there are few criminal ones around. And so no, no, no. He, he, he just—he's not going to be attacking judges anyway. So yeah. Anymore. Uh, at least not the 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 judges, the final judges, if you will, who who ultimately uh, who have the ultimate say. Uh, so anyway, all right. So that's my, the other matter uh, that came out of Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony is uh, that uh, the MAGA insurrectionists, many of them were armed. Uh, right. And um, no, that was part of the. This 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 was a planned coup. I mean, it's, over the last couple of a year and a half or whatever, we have entertained the idea that it was just like. Um, the Trump MAGA people showed up there and got overheated and started acting badly. This was detail, a planned coup d'etat. Um, they, when they, sh they showed up at, uh, to go to the um, eclipse to hear, hear Trump, his, his supporters, to hear Trump speak, they had so many weapons that the metal detectors were going off. Like boom, 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 and and they couldn't get in because they refused to go through. A lot of them refused to go through the metal detectors because they they were armed with some sort of weapon or another metal weapon. Uh, Trump heard this before he gave his speech because he looked out there and there were not that many people. He he thought there would be you know how he liked numbers, <laughs> songs, and all. And he didn't even have enough people to lie about. <laughs> well, no, he, he, he said that. No, that doesn't stop him. But go ahead, yeah, yeah exactly. So what he did was he said, that, "That's how small it was." You know, you can't say you had th uh, a million people there or something when it's five. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, it wasn't even enough. He goes, "He went, where are my people?" <laughs> yeah. And they told him, "Well, you know, they they they, they got." Um, guns and machine guns and knives and spears and everything. And he said he he ordered them to take down the metal detectors and just let them in. And then, of course, after they got there and he knew they were armed, then he told them to go fight at the Capitol. I mean, so this uh, and he 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 was planning on. He he told them he'd be there with them. And he was planning on being there with them, uh, but the uh, Secret Service had something else in mind. <laughs> I, they said, "No, no, no, no. We can't take you there. There's no access. You know, you got all these people everywhere. Some of them we have we see in trees with AR-15s, <laughs> and so our job is to keep you safe. So no, we're going back to the White House." Well, uh what Trump said, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the exact quote in front of me, is when he was told that uh, the MAG insurrectionists were armed, he said, well, so what? They're not going to hurt me. And just think about that for a moment, Monroe. You know, right, exactly. The implication is they'll hurt other. Yeah, they're armed. Duh. They're, they're, they're going to hurt Pence if he yeah. don't do what he's supposed to do. Uh, <laughs> and Nancy Pelosi, just for the hell of it. Uh, and uh, so... That in itself uh, is a pretty scary rhetoric coming out of the President of the United States, uh, and uh, it's frightening that he retains so much support. Now, Monroe, let's just exercise this thought. You know, what if, what if there had been violence? I mean, it came. I mean, there was violence, but I'm talking. I'm talking about what if there was like uh, it was like a mass shooting. You know what I'm saying? And one step beyond uh, it, 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 uh, the violence that we had. What if it was that? Okay, his his army versus yeah, our which, army. Yes, the National Guard got called in because they were yes, shooting. Yes, that kind and, of thing. So, yeah. See, I think about the what ifs a lot. Yeah, well, see the the Proud Boys 
and the Oath Keepers had a plan. Part, part of their plan was that, okay, they had their weapons, a lot of their weapons in Virginia and, and, and Maryland. Cause, because you aren't even supposed to, it's, it's illegal to bring a clip into the uh, D.C. for obvious reasons. So, uh, you know, a Mac with bullets in it. It's, yeah. it's illegal to do that. And some of them had been arrested for it. The leader of the uh, Proud Boys, Hispanic guy, gang leader from Miami, I forget his name right now. But, but anyway, he wasn't there because he had been arrested already a, few, a couple of days earlier for having ammo with him. So, but anyway, they had their ammo in 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 Maryland and Virginia, uh, where once once it, once it really got going, they were planning on occupying certain governmental buildings besides the Capitol. And they, and I mean, it, it it was like it was incredible. I mean, they were they they had a plan, and they were doing it in the meantime. Um, Giuliani and Eastland had the plan where they had these um, fake um, f voters, this fake slate slate of voters from key states like Arizona and Pennsylvania and Michigan, who were going to show up and say, "No, these people that the um, voters voted for don't count." These yeah, you mean electors? Do. Yes. <clears throat> Yeah, the people the get to vote yeah. uh, in an electoral college. This really bizarre sh system we have uh, for selecting a president, very undemocratic, that's small d. I've been railing about it, <laughs> it seems like forever. Uh, and honestly believe, Monroe, and I've said this many times, uh, that had we first lived through uh, an electoral college victory, I have in quotes, when uh, George Bush uh, was allowed to be the president in 2000, uh, even though uh, Al Gore got more votes than he did. So we've lived through it, Monroe. And I have always said, and, and I believe this, uh, had the re that election been reversed, uh, had in fact George uh, Al Gore been seated as president, uh, even though George Bush got more votes, we would be in year 22 of a very fierce and determined Republican effort to undo the Electoral College. And there's no doubt in my mind, this goes back to what I was saying earlier and why I don't have your confidence about the Democrats' ability. Democrats don't play the game the way Republicans play the game, Monroe. I've been following politics a long time. They just don't play the game. They don't, they, they're easily bought off. They, they're always like the Democratic operatives are always looking for like, what job is my next job? That so I may need some Republican help getting that job. They don't cling to their principles. This is me speaking. Feel free to disagree with me. I, I Democrats lost the Electoral College, uh, the presidency because the Electoral College in 2000 and because of the Supreme Court ruling. Uh, you could make the argument that everything has been hell since then as a result of that. And Democrats have done nothing to address that crucial flaw in our democracy. So I, that's why I don't have the same confidence you do when it comes to Democrats winning elections. I wouldn't be so nervous, Monroe, as if it was Chicago mayoral. I, even Chicago. If Willie Wilson were elected mayor, you know, he's Republican. I would be stunned. Let's just put it that way. Um, but yeah, you're right. Uh, okay, let me tell you why I'm not as fearful as you are. For the past 48 years or so, the Republicans have been using abortion as an organizing principle and as a means to rile up the troops. They don't have that anymore. The dog finally caught the bus. And so they don't have that. Um, 
you that and January sixth, and all the the scandals that are being exposed as we speak, and will continue. How corrupt and un-American it was, will in fact dampen the enthusiasm and the interest of the MAGA people and for the independents themselves. Um, they're going to be trying to take out the garbage on this, meaning all these crooked reporters. And so it's, it's by, by November, right now, as, as you know, um, a, a few weeks ago, I had you lost had. faith. You had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. lost faith. And now, I, I mean, I just see it. I just... I just see it, and I, I have this vision where the Republicans are in trouble. If, if there was a poll that came out a couple of days okay. ago that that um, has the voters now saying that they'd rather have Democrats in control of Congress wow. than Republicans, and this 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 predates wow. Roe versus Wade, but just barely. The the tide is turning. Well, it, I, and I think the the other thing is I I I think the we're going to have a, a bad economy, but it's not going to be as bad as yeah. it, it appears it, as it looks like. It's All going right, to be. Well, it's going to be bad. Uh, let's talk a little bit about. Uh, let's go back to January six, uh, and uh, there is a part of the investigation, uh, and there was a testimony. That was every bit as I mean, every bit as frightening uh, as Cassidy Hutchinson's yesterday, but kind of got lost. Uh, and that was where they—I think it was a week ago. I don't believe we talked about it, Monroe. Where they, where the uh, the Congress people on that panel picked apart uh, the role that the Justice Department was playing uh, in the days leading up to January 6th. So follow me on this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm taking a mini deep dive. William Barr, the attorney general, had stepped down. It was an acting attorney general whose name escapes me at the moment. Uh, and uh, Trump was pressuring. Yeah. Clark. Good. Yeah. Clark. Clark. Yeah. Trump, Trump was pressuring him to issue a statement. This is straight out of what he was doing with Zelensky in Ukraine. It's unbelievable. Pressuring him to say that he has reason to believe that uh, there was fraud in the election that called into doubt Biden's win. And Trump said, all you got to do is say that, I'll do the rest. The, 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 me and the Republicans. Yes. We'll and take I, it, we'll take it from Congress. there. You know? Right. And this dude held strong. And he didn't do it. Okay, no, that wasn't Clark. Then it was uh, yeah, it was the other guy. Yeah, Clark yeah, was the replacement. Yeah. I should have I should have written. No, he down. was. I, I, whatever. He the was, point is, is that this was another element of Donald Trump using his power to uh, try mis to misusing, misusing yeah. his abusing his power to intimidate law enforcement officials, election officials, uh, into bending to his will. And uh, this is these are offenses that sh could be prosecuted, should be prosecuted. His phone calls to G Atlanta, Georgia, Monroe, where he said, just get those votes out so I win. 11,870. Yeah. So I'm hoping, to, to your point, that this message emerges from this congressional investigation to, I know I realize 45 percent of the, the population ha, is has joined the cult. I realize that. I, okay, whatever the percentage is, 40 to 45, whatever it is, I have to believe to have faith that you, that you seem to have in our system that 55 percent of America will look at this and say, "No, we can't tolerate this." Right. No, and that 45 will shrink. You know, it's not going to. It's not going away by any stretch of the imagination. But people who chose to believe the unbelievable are going to have to face reality because this thing is unrelenting. I mean, if people, if people are watching these, these hearings, you know, uh, 
Metals made a bad mistake uh, uh, when he decided not to participate. The Republicans, when they decided not to have any any Republicans on 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 the committee. The you mean Kevin McCarthy? Thing. Yes, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, yeah but, sorry, Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, I mix I mix up metals and McCarthy yeah. periodically because yeah. there are two peas in a pod. Yeah. But, but but yeah, but no, McCarthy. Yeah. He made a mistake in doing that, and 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 Mitch Mitch backed him on it back then. You know, they figured, okay, hey, they they were of the the Ben Jaworski mindset that okay, we'll let the Democrats have their fun, <laughs> and uh, well, nothing to happen. They're too weak and 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 and. Um, Fainified, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so we'll we'll let them do their thing. We'll say that it's fake and it's phony, and um, the public will forget about yeah. it. We'll, we'll say it's not fair. The thing is, this committee has been so disciplined and so professional, and a, a lot of that, of course, has to do with Liz Cheney. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know, yeah. If she if she weren't on there. Then we probably would have the old, old, old your, 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 your grandfather's Democrats. <laughs> you know the Dems I'm talking about, Monroe. You've lived exactly. through the same stuff I've lived through. Exactly. Well, don't no, we, oh, yeah. we might get a Republican mad at us. <laughs> yeah, but but when Liz there, Liz says, "Strap up, <laughs> we're gonna go fight. We're going in the back. Come on, fellas, man it up. <laughs> right, exactly, and they have." I mean, they have done a magnificent job. You know, even with um, Hutchison, Cassie Hutchison. Yeah, Cassie, yeah. Um, you know, they, they did that surprise um, hearing. You know, they were supposed to be there in recess, yeah. and they yeah. weren't supposed to do anything for two weeks until Congress came back. Yeah. Uh, but then they suddenly decide to have her testify. Yeah. And nobody knew who was going to be the, the uh, who's doing the testify, but um, um, oh god, um, um, I'm blanking on his name from Watergate. The, the John, Dean, John, from, Dean. Uh, John Dean, John Dean, John Dean, John Dean says that they better come big or they should stay home because if they if they come and and it's not really important, yeah. they will have overplayed their hand. Yeah. And the Republicans will 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 get them on that. Uh, Republican, Republican. And what 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 the reference was to, the Democrats during Watergate had a special uh, session, like this one where they they called in, and uh, what ended up happening was that was the hearing that um, revealed Nixon. Having taped everything, yeah. Yeah. and that changed the game. Yeah. Uh, that was, and, and and this woman's testimony is the equivalent, because we now know, thanks to her testimony, that Trump knew everything, and he and that he knew that this this, this mob was armed, so it wasn't an accident. This was part of the, the plan to overthrow our government. Yeah. All right. Listen, uh, Ace Attorney uh, Adolfo Mondragon has joined us, uh, and I'd like to bring him in on the conversation because I have a very specific question I was about to ask you, Monroe, but I'm going to throw it at Adolfo uh, if, he, if the connection is through. Adolfo, can you hear me? Can you hear me is the better question. Yes. Oh, okay. I can hear you. I can't see you, but it doesn't matter. Uh, as long as I can hear that distinctive voice of your Adolfo Mondragon, the pride and joy of the southwest side of the city of Chicago. Uh, and is known as a, I don't know if you know this, but he's a, an attorney, a vigorous uh, cross-examiner. <laughs> you, you get on that stand with Adolfo, slice, dice, chop, <laughs> boom. You're like cut up in the little pieces, okay, when he's done with that cross. And then he looks at you go, no further questions. <laughs> and then the judge says, the witness can sit down, and the witness is sobbing, no, no. <laughs> I knew he was an attorney, but I didn't know he was a badass. <laughs> no, no, he's a badass. And he wears, the only problem is he got these really cool fedoras he's wearing, which I'm very envious of because Adolfo looks good in a fedora, and I don't. Uh, 
but he don't, they don't let him wear it in court. <laughs> Adolfo, if you can wear those fedoras in court, good God. Oh, yeah. All yeah. right. So, so concentrate on this, Adolfo. This is the question I want to ask you, and then Monroe can do the follow-up. Uh, so Monroe and I have been going through the January 6th uh, hearings, uh, the congressional hearings into what I now call an attempted coup, uh, Donald Trump's attempt uh, to ma- to overturn the elections and uh, maintain his hold uh, on the White House. Uh, and he was supported in that coup uh, by a good chunk of the Republican Party in Congress. But he did not have the support of the people who was he really needed the most, and that would be Justice Department officials and Vice President Mike Pence. All right? Uh, so we're having this investigation. It's ongoing. Yesterday, uh, it was dramatic testimony from Cassidy Hutchinson, a former Mark Meadows aide. She was in the belly of the beast of the White House. So she, she testified as to what she saw. As Monroe just pointed out, the Republican Party the Republican Congress, uh, the people, the Republicans in Congress, led by Kevin McCarthy, made a tactical decision. They made a tactical decision not to participate in these hearings. As a result, there are only two Republicans on that panel Liz Cheney, the Republican Congresswoman from Wyoming, and Adam Kinzinger, the Republican Congressman from Illinois. Those are it, Adolfo. The rest are too cowardly, too afraid of MAGA to go up there. Now, you know, I just got finished saying how important cross-examination is. How significant is it that there are no Republican MAGA congressmen on that committee to do the cross-examination of these witnesses? In your humble opinion, what difference would that have made or would that would make in these hearings? Go. Well, just look at the impeachment proceedings. There was two of them. And... Uh the Republicans were able to uh, deflect through cross-examination. They were able to attract to cross-examination. Uh, who's the guy, the wrestler guy from Ohio? I mean... Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. yeah, yeah. That guy is, became a little pain in the ass, right? So, yeah, it would have been significant because even though ultimately the facts are the facts... Losey wasn't going to let Jordan <laughs> on that committee because they tried to put him on. <laughs> he was not right, right. But that. my point is that um, the facts are the facts, and they're going to come through. But the ability to cross in any case, whether the evidence is weak for you or uh, or or strong, is the ability to to reshape some of the some of the narrative. And so, yeah, it would have yeah. it would have made at least for the MAGAs, right? They could have had something to cling their hat on or something. Well, I, the most obvious point, uh, Adolfo, was in yesterday's uh, hearing <clears throat> where Cassidy Hutchinson, again, former aide to Mark Meadows in the White House, uh, gave what, <clears throat> what I believe you attorneys call hearsay evidence. She testified that she had heard. She was not in the car, but she testified that Donald Trump uh, grabbed right, the wheel. Right, but this is, not a, this is not a court proceeding, so hearsay is allowed. Yeah, hearsay is allowed, fine. Uh, and uh, th- I'm not arguing that it shouldn't be allowed, but if there was uh, a MAGA person on that, uh, that panel, when his or her moment came to question Cassidy, uh, they would have zero. I could just imagine. I could just imagine. Were you in the car? Yes or no? You know what I mean? You know. Yeah, a, yeah right. Exactly. No, you're right about that, Ben. And th- this is a problem. She, she had them saying um, the beast. And as it turns out, they weren't in the beast. The beast is that heavily armored, big, big um, Cadillac that the president used to see He was in an SUV, which is what they use for shorter trips. If he had been in the beast, he could not have grabbed the steering wheel. He would have been out of position because the car is so big and the way it's set up. Because he was in the, he was he was in one of those cars that. Um, after he was released from um, the hospital with with COVID, and he, he insisted on riding around to show everybody that he was fine, one of those those black SUVs. That's what he was in, and that he could have been in the back seat and grabbed the steering wheel. With, but if if uh, and that still may become an issue with the Republicans because they don't have much to grab onto, so they may use that. And 
as, 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 as the great Mayor Richard J. Daly used to do with the press, is if, 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 if as a reporter you were questioning him and you said, um, and this, this, why was this person in a, a green chair and the ter chair turned out to be red, that would be, he would just try to destroy every, everything in it with, with that, that, that misstatement or, or wrong fact. So Adolfo, let me ask you this question. Uh, uh, put your attorney hat on. Hat on. Uh, would, do you think it was a mistake for the Dems uh, to uh, allow her to uh, offer testimony of things she did not directly witness? I personally no, don't believe I don't think that. So. Right. Go ahead. No, I don't think so, because even in court, let's say this was using the formal rules of court, you could you could argue and her testimony might come in for another purpose, not to assert the truth of the matter that she was stating. That is to say that Trump um, actually lunged at a driver, et cetera, but to um, indicate a state of mind, what kind of state of mind he was in. That's. That's uh, one of the exceptions to the hearsay rule. So the judge could probably say, well, no, this is too, you know, uh, uh, when we balance everything, this is too prejudicial or whatever. But in theory, her testimony could have come in just under with an instruction that it's not it's not for the truth of the matter that she asserted that he did all these things, but just to indicate the frame of mind that he was in. Right. Because uh, so the other thing, too, is that, um, you know, this is the best evidence, right? Because these individuals, uh, a lot of these individuals that we we need information from were subpoenaed and they refused to either come forward or they gave the fifth. And therefore, <clears throat> uh, this is the best evidence we have available. And she's there so she can be crossed, examined about the little details like the beast or whatever. So they have an opportunity to do that. So there's some, you know, there's, there's some ways to test the credibility of her account other than the fact that, you know, I mean, uh, despite the fact that she wasn't the person who heard it firsthand or saw it firsthand in the vehicle. Right. And the important thing is <clears throat> nobody has uh, denied or refuted that Trump. Yeah, to actually, go that's to the a Capitol. very that's a very good point. Um, because Monroe, because in the law there is this axiom that says that um, that when you present something as fact and it there you don't uh, uh, provide contravening facts and you just accept it, basically you acquiesce to it, and therefore it has to be admitted as truth. And that that's an example at various stages of trial, uh, you know. So the, the the point is that exactly if you provide an allegation and no one is denying it, then at that point, you know, and there's an opportunity to deny it, then at that point you accept that it's true. All right. Uh, so Dolfo, take off uh, your cross examination hat uh, and put on your appealing to the jury hat. Uh, because ultimately, uh, this is not unlike a trial, and you've done many jury trials. Uh, this is not unlike uh, a trial. The difference being, of course, there's not 12 jurors sitting uh, in a confined space listening, but in fact, the jury is spread out across the United States of America, and they're the voters. Uh, and essentially, this matter of whether Donald Trump and the Republicans should be punished for their behavior on January 6th with the attempted coup uh, or whether we should allow them to continue uh, having power with having no consequences uh, for their actions. What's your sense of which way the jury is leaning on this matter at this moment? You mean the public in general across yes, America? that's the jury. Yes, go ahead. The voters who get to weigh in on November. Go ahead. Well, I think that mostly everyone who, who came in with an idea there was no way of not, like, generally you try to pick a jury that has no idea of what's been going on, right? So, have you been looking at the news, et cetera, et cetera? There's no way that you're going to have pocket, large pockets of 
people in the U.S. who are not aware of what occurred. So people are going to be come in with their predisposed opinions about what occurred on January 6th. To that, but having said that, I think evidence from um, testimony from a um, a young woman like Miss Cassidy, who was in a position not of power but of proximity in the administration, uh, would be viewed as you know being very truthful by the MAGA people in the South in particular. She's a white woman. She's a young woman. She's a pretty woman. She's the kind of woman that uh, the president loves to have around. She's a person that definitely had proximity to him. And she's a woman that worked for them so that, you know, her loyalties were with the administration. So it'd be very, very hard for someone to dismiss her testimony, even though the president now, the ex-president is now saying, you know, that he didn't even know who she was and that she's blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. I mean, you know... yeah, she 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 was she was uh, five uh, ten seconds away from being <laughs> right right exactly so <laughs> I think that uh, her testimony in particular um, was probably going to change a few maybe not many uh, a few minds right at the very least it's going to nag on them and be like yeah but she was she was very truthful why would she lie. You know, clearly she's not one of these rhinos and whatever the hell, all these other, you know, uh, uh, terms that they have for people who betray the Republicans or whatever. And so I I think that um, her testimony in that way might be able to change some minds or at the very least bring in some doubt. Yeah. Uh, And my guess is uh, that her bits and pieces of her testimony, Adolfo, uh, and Monroe will be used by de- the Democrats uh, in November. We will see bits and pieces of her testimony in, on commercials, et cetera. Uh, for- well, you know, okay, but this is the thing is, they have, they, they have the receipts, the Democrats do. So they, they will, and they're not done with this, so they will bring in the Secret Service guys. Well, well, we'll see. Okay, to that point, and I'm suddenly looking at the clock. Uh, we have to cut the show uh, short today. Uh, our producer, Nate, uh, has something else he has to get to. Uh, so, Adolfo, you and I will have to uh, set up another time to take the deep dive on yesterday's uh, Illinois results, <laughs> yeah. which I know, That's oh, fine. my God, uh, Monroe. Adolfo, is, he's, li- listeners, get ready. He's got a lot to say about a certain Chewy Garcia. Uh, <laughs> and not a big Okay, not no, a big fan. I, I, I want to know if the okay, sky yeah. is falling. So I began the show saying Democrats wake up. MAGA is taking control of the Republican Party in Illinois. And if you keep sleeping like you usually do, uh, MAGA will control Illinois. Uh, Monroe is very confident that there's no way uh, that uh, MAGA, Darren Bailey, and uh, Thomas DeVore, who's the attorney general, uh, who's uh, extreme MAGA, uh, will ever win in the state of Illinois. And I say, I don't believe that because uh, I remember people telling me that in 2016 with Donald John Trump. Your thoughts on this general question, Adolfo? Uh, that, it, that what, Say the question again. Is there any way possible that MAGA could be triumphant in Illinois, Illinois, uh, in November? Uh, in, in, November. In, in November. In November, this November. Yeah. I mean... You mean like a, a reasonable chance or like a chance in hell or what? What are you talking about? I'll like say because- a, a chance where you, if it's a chance in hell, uh, I, I, enough of a chance for you to be nervous. Um, I wouldn't take them lightly. I think that uh, Pritzker got the opponent that he wanted. He put in a lot of money to help, uh, you know, his opponent win uh, the, the Republican primary. But, you know, you should be careful what you wish for. Um, and, uh, you know, people are fickle. And so, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I think Pritzker's got the, a big advantage. I think that he's the favorite by far. But, you know, I, I you know, just because he put in a lot of money to help this guy win and this is his preferred candidate, I wouldn't underestimate this guy because he might have created a monster. So I don't know. I am with Adolfo, 
And for once, I am not going to give my guests the last word. I want, I want my listeners to be ready to go out and do their thing. Don't sit back and watch TV. Don't say, oh, I can't vote today or because I'm watching Ted Lasso. Okay? I don't want that. Uh, I just I don't know why I thought of Ted Lasso. Anyway, Adolfo, uh, thank you very much. Uh, Monroe, thank you very much. I also want to thank the man, the myth, the legend, the pride and joy of Lane Tech High School. Uh, DJ Nate for producing today's show. Dr. D will be back on Friday. Take care, everybody. Mm-hmm.